Okay, Hevra, sorry to stop the chatter, just we got to start, we got a lot to do today. Other Aleph, sponsored by uh, the Eagles, memory of Tivya Bracha Bas Elia, anonymously in honor of the coming of Mashiach. By the Merkins, in honor of the son Yaakov Akiva, completing the Nachiomian for the protection of the son Hello Tzvi Yehuda, currently serving in Aza, and all the Chayalim. And the learning today, thank you, Israel. And the learning today specifically is sponsored. The learning today is sponsored by Eli and Masha Goldsmith, dedicated to the Temple Wars and for the safety and protection of their son, Baruch Yitzchak ben Yehuda ben Eliyahu Eliezer Hakoyen. Nechemes Mikdash. That's what it is. You know, I have the guitar because I gave that shir last night with the guitar. Let's sing one of Rav Ginsburg's nigunim. How's that? Okay, if you know this one, Chavrek, just sing along. This is a good one. One more time. Before we can, hopefully we're going to complete Perak Aleph today. Um, I want to say a big greeting to our dear Chavir Josh, who's here. Big, yep. Baruch Hashem. Yes, yes, big stuff. We're, we're expanding across the Shishim. We're going to the... <laughs> we're reaching Elazar. We've got to get someone from the Daniel. But Ein's, look at this. We're expanding across, across the Shishim. 
L'chaim, Baruch HaTorah, Dinayim, Chlom, Shalakom, Midvarim. Amen. Amen. But before that, I want to make a, a very important, I think a very important observation regarding the video that Jeremy sent out yesterday with Manus Friedman. It was very thought-provoking. I don't know, did, did you ever see the video that Jeremy yeah. sent out yesterday? Yeah, everyone should, it, it's, hello, like three and a half minutes, much because it's, oh, let's see, no, no, but that, that, that one, I didn't watch the whole thing, I just watched, I didn't know that there was a, it was already out the full thing, but that, what you did, that, that three and a half minutes, is very, 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 very kashur to everything we've been doing in here. It's, it's crazy how, perfect it is. It's a it's, it's like, it's, it's, I, I want to say like this, the video that they put out with words that you, then how you presented what you feel, you know, should be the, the calling of today, which he understood as militant, which I don't agree with at all, but it's not a militant, uh, becoming a Jewish hero is not becoming a, is embracing, it's becoming Jewish, right? But, but, but he was making like, that's the inyan, and that's not the inyan, right? However, what he said was totally mashlim, the picture. Why? Because the militant, the new militant of today, without the ideology, without the Havana Brura, without the depth of what am, what, what am I fighting for, Zebezetalia, basically that's what I'm saying, this and this depends on each other, and I felt that it was actually... It was actually mamash mashlim echat But he said, well, no, I hope it doesn't go the violent route. We don't need more violence. But that, so that detracted in my mind. It was said, again, no, again, we need the ideology, we, but also the violence. But no, no, we don't need, we don't need the violence is not the right word. It's not even those words, meaning nekama won't even be a, nekama will just, when the ideology, when the ideology is in the right place, right, when it's, when it's set clearly, we will need ne- to shoot. Ne- no, we'll, we'll, they're not going to suddenly wake up and be like, oh, you guys figured it out, you're right, we're wrong. When the ideology is placed in its right functions, right? When, when the ideology is set straight for us to do what we're supposed to do, which of course includes an element of nekama, will be as simple as us putting on tzitzis in the morning. It won't be, it won't be a weird, strange, foreign concept to us. It'll be the most normal healthiest thing in the world. It'll be so clear. It won't be confusing. It won't so be complicated. You didn't feel like it was a contrast. No. And the panemius of it, no. I actually didn't. So interesting. Meaning, the way what he said, like what he said in the beginning, was I didn't feel like that was what you were saying. I think he missed what you were saying. I thought you were trying to bring him to his Chabad, like Tzivas Hashem. It's about, I know, I know, I know, I know. Anyway, I, I would love to. I would love to see the. If you send out the full thing, that'd be uh, great. Because he's a gadol. He's a adam gadol meod. And uh, I'll actually, I'll be with his brother tomorrow night in, in, in an event. You know who his brother is. Avram Fried. Yeah, Fried is really Avram Fried's last name is Friedman. It's a yeah, yeah. He's Avram Fried's brother. Yeah. Anywho, in any event, I just want to share with you also, Chava, that. Um, I went. I took a break of like two or three weeks. I went down south again yesterday with this beautiful chevra, and I'm telling you that I never heard such loud fighting than from all the times I was there. It was louder than it's ever been. Mamash. It was louder than it's ever been. It's this ashlaya ke'ilu. It's like this illusion. Like, yeah, we we you know things are settling and and we're like it based on what I was hearing yesterday. 
זה ממש לא ככה. We went into Nachal Oz for about 30 seconds till they told us, you guys gotta get out of here right now. At the same time, a final group of reservists had been withdrawn. So it's muzar, very, very muzar. When we were at the Nova site, it was louder, every, every three words, mamash, there was, you heard, it was, and they were, and they were mamash, mamash, chazak, so I just want us to... Uh, of course, that because, it's all, it's, it's, it's now, it's, it's even, it's, it's even north of Khan Yunus, but it just shows you that even in the northern strip, it's not clean there. It's not clean there, Listen, the most beautiful Yidala yesterday from Netanya, Ethiopian Yidala, was killed over there yesterday. Yeah. Yes. There's something... So just what I, I don't want to talk about this anymore, but I just wanted to say, I want to put it out there, that we need to really stay focused right now with our learning, with our, with our desire to wake up, and also with our mama, with our outpouring of our heart and soul for our brothers, because it's, it's, it's still very much calling to us. And you know, whenever I'm at Anova, I always say, like, there's only one pasuk that comes to my mind when I'm there. Only one pasuk, called me'achicha tzorakim elaymin adama. You know, the blood of the, vo- the, the voice of the blood of our brothers is screaming out from those grounds, saying, you know, yalla. So, we're, we're, we, it's just the beginning over here. It, it's, it's just the beginning, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I was telling the Chavah, this beautiful Chavah that I was with yesterday, HaKadosh Baruch Hu right now is mehavet tzura chadasha shel Yehudi. There's a new tzura of a Yid right now that's being formed. It's not fully formed yet. It's in the process. And the humbling piece that we keep on speaking about right now is the only key to mekabel, to receive the new tzura of a Yid, can only come more and more and more through the humbling of ourselves to receive this Or Chadash She'achshav Me'ir Al Tzion. Right now, Ve'abezrat Hashem, we could say, V'nizkechu lano, Ya'achad Me'era Le'oro. Go back to, go, go into Adaf Mem, which we began last week, uh, we began on Monday, and hopefully, Be'ezrat Hashem, we're going to be finishing this today. And if you could hold back with questions just from the beginning, just because I want to do a quick recap of what we did on Monday. That Rav Ginsburg was saying the Tikkun, this book is called Tikkun Medina. He's saying this Tikkun Medina is not some kind of new Chachma that we're coming up with. It's not a new strategy that we're sitting with. We sat with a bunch of academics, we sat with a bunch, with a bunch of Torah scho- uh, scholars, and we figured out how to weave in this like, whole new shita of what needs to be done. He says, this was all, the, what, what needs to be done, how he, how he presents it to us, is all already written, was already embedded within the, the, the fabric of creation within the world itself. And he was telling us that just like the Torah is a living organism, we spoke about the difference between change versus natural development and growth. The Torah is a living organism. It doesn't mean the Torah changes. It means that as the world grows, the Torah grows with it. The Torah becomes deeper. What does that mean the Torah becomes deeper? Is that elements of the Torah, which may have not been tapped into until now, are now reservoirs that are open for us to tap into. Now, it used to be, obviously, I mean, I grew up like this, I'm sure many of you did. Who, who, who can learn Kabbalah? It's two criteria. 40, 40. 40 married, some said beard. Many of us, that's how, that, 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 that's how we grew up, like many of us, right? 
כמובן, הדברים האלו השתנו, הם משתנים עכשיו יותר ויותר ויותר, they're changing. Now, it's, for lack of better word, we're basically coming and learning Zohar, like you, and Arizal here. That's really what it is. It's just in the context of the Betziyot that we have in front of us, which is living in Eretz Yisrael and realizing that with all the Talmidei Chachamim and all the right things that have been said for all the years, and all the national religious parties that we've had for all the years that we've had, beginning with the Hakamata Medina, growing up in Eretz Yisrael, there was only one Miflaga that any of us in the shuls that I went to grew up voting for. One party only. It was one of the driest parties in the world, but it kind of represented us. Mafdal. Miflaga Datit Leumit. Then comes other Miflagot start coming on the scene, and we say, Otsmai Yudit, Bait Yudit. Then you have a guy comes in, Yamin, Yamin Chadash, then he goes with Mansur Abbas. Then it's all Balaganim like start happening with it. Because Ha'am Rotse Nefesh Ruach Neshama Chaya Yechida. The Am wants soul. The Am is ready for soul. The Am really is, if you could listen closely, you'd hear the Am is screaming, My Nifchai Tzibur has to be someone that's speaking to me in the realm of my Neshama. Od Enlan Wedze. Bichla. We don't have that at all yet. And as much as we say, okay, so the awakening now is coming from the Am. This is where it's coming from. So we have to do our, our task as the Am to, to speak that language that we pray that the person that is representing us before Hashem and before the whole Am and before the world is speaking soul talk. It's possible. Up until now, we've had... Rashem Shalot, that were always generals, Ramatkalim, or top, in the, or top people in Sayarot. That's because the first 75 years were all really about, like we were saying, I need to just survive. And now, of course, we need to survive, but we understand deeper that without the Omeka Nishmati, En Malasot, so I need someone that's very connected, that's very in tune with the Torah being a living organism that keeps on growing and developing just like the Am is. So Rav Ginsburg told us that from the Torah, like in the second paragraph, from, from the Torah of Kabbalah, we read, we understand that all those gaps, that when we look at the world, we see such gaps in our lives between, well, this is like this and this is like this. I, I just don't see how it could come together. I just don't see how it could, how it could stem. It just seems, the, the reality that I have in front of me just seems so far out. It seems so distant. It seems so disconnected from, from what's, what, what I want and what I believe in. Okay, so here he's saying, Nachon, you probably feel that. I know I felt that almost every single day that I've been here, that this gap between what I believe to be the emet, what I would love for to the emet to come and unfold, and the metziyut al shetach, and the reality that I see in front of me, are two different worlds. It's such a big gap between them. How do I bridge that gap? I don't bridge that gap with the holiest memet. I'm saying this like, you know, I'm sitting in the room with Gdolim in the field of holy political activism. I don't only build it through that. I have to build it with learning the language of the soul. Ani chayav. Because that's what the Am is waiting to hear. The Am doesn't need to hear another person that comes up with a brilliant idea that's based on the way we look at the world right now. The Am is waiting for someone to come and show us, hey, hey, hey. Within the Torah itself, within the way that God created the world, all the answers as to how to bridge these gaps are chai v'kayam. And in order to do this, the mida of anava is essential. Why? Because many of us have been so, like, 
we're very, very, very certain, even if we don't want to admit it, that the conclusions that I've come to are the right ones. Lo They're the right ones. Look, they're all wrong. And, and I look at my emet. It's still there. Even if it's true, it won't be mashpia on the am unless it comes from anava. And that's the key here. Even if someone has the right agenda and the right ideas, if he's not speaking from a place of humility and really inviting a Kaddish Baruch Hu into his consciousness, and like we'll see, his super consciousness, his subconsciousness, the message won't flow into the sherit of the Am. It won't go into the Am. He could have the right ideas. He could have the right platform. All things could add up. Just like many candidates, their, their matzah, their platform, seem to totally add up. And we see, we get disappointed and disappointed. When, why? Because it's not really coming yet from Pnimius HaTorah, Pnimius HaNefesh. It's still coming from a great place. It's just the Chitzoniyot. But it's a language that we have to develop to understand in order to connect to the Am. You see, when it comes to Seichel, we all have different Chalakim. We don't all share the same thing. When it comes to how we think things should be implemented, we're all different. Even if we have, we're similar, each person has like a little bit of a difference. But where do we all share the same thing? In soul talk, on the level of soul, we all share the same thing. So let's go to the, to the greatest common denominator and work from there out, not from outside in. And the greatest common denominator that each of us have, and the Chayalim are showing this to us greater than any example we've ever had in our times, is that we are all one. Where? In the place of Nishmas Am Yisrael. And we have to remember that the world that we see in front of us is always showing us the opposite of that. But if I look at the world differently, I could see that the gaps don't really exist. And that's the second to bottom paragraph. Ulam ha'emeti she'amitziyuta tachtona nivra'a betavnita shel ha'torah. Yistakel be'oraita ubara alma. We all know that famous statement. That Hashem looked into the Torah and then created the world. Okay, what does that say about today? God looked at the, at the Torah and then created the world. What does that tell us about our situation today? That this is how things are supposed to be playing out? That's one level, that's one level of emuna. I believe this is how it's playing out. But what does that say to us about the way we look at the world? If I say Hashem looked at the Torah and then created the world, how am I supposed to look at the world? That the, base, the basic plan is still there. We just have to uncover, just reconnect. But it is the Torah. Uncover, it's still there. The, Aleph, he still believes in us, but we have to uncover it's some there. layers it's that there. are... It's all there. Develop. Develop is the, is the correct word. The reality that we see today was created through Divrei Torah. And it's all based on what the Zohar says. He looked into the Torah and then created the world. Deep, way deep, deeper than the revealed consciousness that you and I have with when we look at the world, deeper than that, the reality, existence of this world knows that who is its origins? Not Ben-Gurion. It knows it, not Herzl. Not any of the only those that have built Jewish life through the pnimius of what of the Torah. Now, I'm, I'm being very careful with my words over here. 
Because you have many people that speak in the name of the Torah, and to me, it makes me want to run to India. Right? So it, even the way you speak about Torah has to be with, with the time of the pnimiut of, 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 of inner layers. Again, Yodata Mitsiut Sha Torah Mikora Baladea Torah Klal, and without the Torah, this whole world has no existence at all whatsoever. Now it looks to us No? It looks exactly the opposite. The verb Yodat refers to who? The Mitsiut. Reality as itself, the existence the of the world. Mitsiut itself yeah. as a consciousness, so to speak. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, 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 yeah. And I know it's new language for Chavari, 100%. Mm-hmm. Meaning the reality of the world as we know it, 100%, it knows deep down inside that the vitality and the sustenance that he receives in order to lead Kayem only comes from one fact of life, that God looked into the Torah and then created the world. Without the Torah, what's the world? What is the world? There is nothing. There is no world. There is nothing. The, so how do we... Wait, wait, it's so, it's so, whole, so hidden that they're coming against it. The Mitzvot fighting the Torah, it's so hidden that they're against it. Yeah, because the Mitzvot is waiting for people, for human beings, Bali Bechira, to say, I'm going to I'm going to remove the Masach HaMavdil. I'm going to remove the dividing screen. For thousands of years, every door, the Mitzvot is waiting for someone to come up and say, I'm calling Sheker on all this. Baruch Hashem, I think in today's door, there's been more calling out of Sheker on the way the world runs than ever before. And the real Matthias of the world is saying, ah, finally there's someone here to uncover my beauty. Hopefully it's us. That's the point of the chosen people. That's their whole thing in the world. The whole, the whole Indian of what we're here to do is to basically call out the Sheker of the world so that the world itself, the Matthias itself, could be the most beautiful thing in the world. When was the last time we looked at the world and we said, wow, the world is so beautiful? <laughs> when was the last time you woke up and you're like, wow, there's such a beautiful world? Right? <laughs> crack up. But that's, that's, the, that, that's, that's actually the point. Like, that, that's the point of... of the... I'm sorry? I say it about Ashrecha. Like literally, like driving to Beit Shemesh or whatever it may be. Ashrecha. Wow. We live in a gorgeous place. But, but you have to belittle that. Melochola Aretz, Kivado, doesn't just mean Eretz Yisrael. It's Kola Olam. It's everywhere. 100%. It starts here. If we can appreciate that beauty. But the way to not just appreciate the beauty, the way to discover the beauty and to allow the beauty of that thing to continuously develop and grow is only through eyes of Pneumia Satora. That's what, that's what he's setting us up for. And in order to understand what that means, we have to learn, learn a new language of Sfirot, of how Hashem created the world, so to speak, in order to figure out for ourselves how to f- discover this within us. But then yeah, now he says a very important thing, as if what he said until now wasn't important, but you know what I mean. He, he's saying now something like, mamash, mind-blowing. So how do you do this? Great, we said a beautiful thing right now. The question of how is what we're here for. But knowing how to make this tikkun take place, So it's the oral law, it's, which we'll, we'll explain in a second what that means. It's Torah Shabal Peh, which is really giving us the manual 
as to how to create this tikkun. Kfi shehi midgala lechokmei atorah shebechol dor vador. In accordance to the way that it's revealed to the chachmei atorah that are in every single generation. Okay, there's an important footnote here. And those of you that have the safer have to look in the back. This is footnote Lamed Zayin. This is an important footnote. And this is, remember, he said in the beginning over here, everything that he has written in here is basically based on the Sikhs of, of the Lubavitch Rebbe. Now look at Lamed Zayin. It's on page Kufmem Gimel. Do you see it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dav Kufmem Gimel. What does it mean that is revealed to the Chachamim in every generation? Especially to the chief Chacham in every generation. That said about him, Dabar Echad Ledor, Dabarim Ledor. Dabar means Manhig. Okay? He's the master of speech as well. Rabbi Nachman has a very long teaching on this in Nikutei Maran. What does it mean that Torah Shebe'al Who is the master of Torah Shebe'al Peh? Mishu Baal Ala Shelo. Someone that's a master of his, over his own mouth, that means, you know, the way the world understands that, that means, okay, I moved to an ashram and I'm silent for 20 years because that means I'm mastering my mouth. No. We know that what differentiates us from animal is not just that we have Bechir HaChovshis, but like the Targum says, That means someone that can master his speech, someone that speaks when things are need to be said, and the manner that he says what he says is so meduyak, and when there's nothing to say, doesn't say anything. It's an amazing thing. But that's the tchuna of a manhig. Ha-manhig ha-echad shel hu ha-moshe shebador. This is all based on the Zohar. It's called itpashtuta de Moshe bechol dara vedara. That means the aspect of Moshe Rabbeinu in every single generation for our, all intents and purposes, for us to understand what this means, this means the, poten- the potential Mashiach in every single generation. The potential Mashiach in every generation. Every generation is a potential Mashiach, and of course it's dependent on, on a few things for us. It's not for now. I mean, it is for now, but we'll, we'll just... It's not a revealed individual in each door. It's not, it's not revealed yet. Yeah, it, sometimes it gets very revealed, and then it doesn't come out into full revelation for whatever the reasons are. It's very clear that in our last generation, the Rebbe embodied you know, these Midas more than any other individual and had more Ashpa on Am Yisrael than any one individual. But it didn't come out fully as a full revelation of being the Mashiach and the world being redeemed. But the talk, if you think about the Tchuna of the Manhig that we just mentioned about words, the Rebbe never said a word, he never uttered a letter that didn't need to be said. Ever. Manian Meod. Like we just said. At the moment that the generation is worthy of redemption, there is a Mashiach that's alive, waiting for, basically, activation mode. It's kvalt. Does Mashiach know his Mashiach? That's another question. I, I don't want to get into it right now. It's a great question. There's a lot There's a lot to talk about it. But forget about if he knows or not. What does it do to us to hear of teaching like this? Like, what is that thing if somebody's really working on themselves and all of a sudden that, that, that same little shtick and, and they have that switch and they can actually become the Mashiach? <laughs> I, 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 I have no idea. I have no idea. But my, my question is different. 
What does it do to us right now that we're sitting here and it seems like this whole world has gone to Mamish Gehenim and that Am Yisrael is so, seems to be so confused and the leadership of the Am is just continues to be Mamasha Bushavacherpa. So, what does it say to us to know? But wait a second, the second that the door is Zakai, the saying the door is worthy of it, that there's a Mashiach in every generation ready. What does that say to you and I? Right like, there. But what does that, what does that, what does that push? Like, what does that do? We're not here to wait for something. We're here to actively bring it. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's an amazing, yeah, it's like, it's not such a simple thing. It's a beautiful, big, big thing. It's a, it's a very big thing. There's an entire world of religious world who believe and are waiting and are waiting. But where's the, where's, what's the action? Where's the action? So here we have basically opening up for us an amazing thing where he's basically saying, I think, that the Rav is saying here, when, how do you get to, first of all, how, does the, how do you get to begin to get a door to be zakai lekach? So he told us before a, a, a concept. Remember what it was called? Well, no, that's the midah, but the, remember critical mass. He was saying buzz. The, the buzz, right? The buzz. There's got to be a buzz. A buzz of what? A buzz of what? A buzz of the holiest anava you ever saw in your life. A buzz of people that are willing to call out Sheker all over the place. Beshema anava. Not calling out Sheker to say, you're full of it, you're full of it, you're full of it. Which is ego. And that's one of the greatest mysteries of the world. To be able to call out Sheker out of anava is a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mysterious thing. Somehow embedded within this, this calling out of Sheker, the ego comes so easily and says, look, at, do you see how that person looked at you? You saw how you conquered that person? But this critical buzz of consciousness that understands that whatever we see in front of us is not what we've been waiting for all these years. There's an inner layer of light that is waiting and screaming for us to bring it out. That's where it begins. But this is a very mysterious place, Chavra. To create this critical mass on this buzz, alts anava zemashu achel. That's a mashiach dekalait. Okay. Now look at the next page. Mem aleph kli atikun bahem alenu liishtamesh. So what are the kelim of tikun? What are the vessels of tikun that we have to use? Hemotam kelim sheshimshu et kadosh baruch hu kivyachol bevarot amitziot. Let's look at the way God. What what did God use in order to create the reality as we know it, so to speak? Okay, let's stop for a second. I know this is a little bit out of our, our zone of what we're used to learning, but this is, we're, we're already Kabbalists, so we may as well go the whole thing, okay? That means like this. We know, what does it mean that man was created in God's image? What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean to you? God was cre- man was created in God's image. What does that mean to you? Be davak to his midot. Be davak to his midot. Okay. I came up with a, with a different pshat, which is which is that it means that don't think that that you created him in your image. You need to say <laughs> like like for example, Christianity is like we create God in our image. Right. Right. So right. Don't do that. I create whatever that means. I created you. Right. My image, not the other. Yeah, femod. That's a that. That to me is like the tikkun of, of the ego, like in, in a nutshell, basically. 
So, but what is the way we learned it over here, where he's saying that God created the world, and He created man, and the way that God created the world, those same elements were used in order to create man. Meaning, the kelim that were put into the creation of the world were also placed into man. Al pitoras Kabbalah. How did, so to speak, what, through what did Hashem create the world? Eser hasfirot. Is this new to anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Eser Eser hasfirot. Everyone else is fully versed in Zohar and uh, <laughs> PhD in Arizal. Everyone's everyone's holding. <laughs> I love to be the last. I tried to, but I kept falling asleep. Was it? I always thought now, he spoke the creation into being, but there was a kli within the dibur, right? Within there were ten ma'amarot, but there were kelim, there were vessels, so to speak, through which Hashem created the world. And if I'm created in God's divine image, that means that those kelim also exist within me. Hence, you have before you the whole world of Kabbalah right now, because the whole world of Kabbalah is speaking about keter chesed, right? We'll see in a second. Keter chokhmah binadat. Chesed, Gvura, Tiferet, Netzachot, Yisod, Malchut. Oh, you guys never went to Marev during Sviya Salomer? No one ever benched Sviya Salomer? Svartis have it cold. Svartis have this cold. We all heard the words. Right. Still don't know what. You know, a few years ago, I was very presumptuous. I was like, you know what? For myself, I want to give a little bit of a twist for my Sviya Salomer and not feel like a phony when I say the Sviya at night. So I. Who was I with? With Sasha. Maybe with Josh Fleischer. I don't remember who did, I did this with, but I recorded 49 different, like, two-minute, like, mamish, a minute or two-minute clips. Yeah, I send it up. But I'm telling you, I promise, Mama, it was for me. Like, I was like, I don't know if anyone's going to connect to this, but for me, I want to feel like these words, like, I don't know, Hod Sheba Chesed means something to me, Right. And then I realized, okay, I can make up some cool words, but I actually have to be, I have to learn a little bit what each midah really means. And really, Vizchus Rav Ginsburg and, and a few others, I was able to like kind of begin to understand a little bit what these words really, really are. And I never made much of those videos. Mama, I'm telling you, till today, I meet people all over the place. They're like, wow, you're my sphere of Omer, Omer Rav. I'm like, what? It's like, you're like, what about the other shirim? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know you do anything. I was like, it's like the sphere of Omer videos, you know? Said that whatever I don't Bok Hashem, it's great. Um, so look what he says over here to us. Hatavlaha Ba'a Kolelita Svirot Bet Mashmautana Pnimit Bekshilavodataatam Kfishinit Pasha Betorata Hasidut. So in accordance to the way that this was explained in Torah Hasidus, and Rev Ginsburg has a whole book on this, he shows to us what are these what are the Svirot and what are the experience of the Sfirot? And he divides it up into three categories. What's Kuchot Ha'almuda? Keter. Wait, but no, what does that mean, Kuchot Ha'almuda? Like the superconscious super faculties, yeah. Is there any difference between superconscious yeah. and unconscious? Superconscious means that there is a consciousness above that is all of the claw of the humanity is connected to, and subconscious is your own underconscious. So Almuda, right, so superconscious is the right is the right translation for this. And then there's tchunot sichliot, that means uh, uh, in, inter, intellectual faculties, right? Consci- right, consciousness, thank you. And then there's midot halev. It's funny, last night, you know, I started a Hebrew shir 
uh, last night, and I was, I'm very happy about it. And I'm very, I'm very, very excited for the, for the shul, for the keilah, because it's like, a, it's an ikudah I've wanted for a while. So there's a bunch of, it was like, it's really chavra here last night, and I, I was, I loved it, I was flying. And a few chavra that came, they're not Israelis, and I kept on checking in on them every few sentences to make sure they were holding, and it was very sweet. But after the shir, one of the Israelis came up, he's like, what did you mistranslate? It's like, open your hearts and open your minds. It's like, it was great, it was a great thing. Then the bottom here is the Midot Halev, how these things function in my heart. Okay? So first we're going, we start with Kochota Almuda. That's the sphere of Keter. Now, interesting. Where do you place, why is it called Keter? Where do you place the crown? On top of the world of intellect, of consciousness. Mm-hmm. What's the wisdom of the soul? What's the rest of it? What is the soul really looking for? What kind of wisdom is the soul looking for? That which is above and beyond all the intellect, all the stuff, that, all the consciousness. And you place the crown on top of it, dafka. Okay? That's a very, the imagery works perfect for what we're saying over here. Because I usually think the highest I can get is to like, how I could crack the codes of what needs to be done. Keter is above that. We always say, What does kacha stand for? Keter kol aktarim. You ever hear that? We, we, I think we said it before, no? Yeah. Kacha, is that, like when someone says lama, it's such a, a deep thing in Israelism. Lama, kacha. Like so, usually you want to punch a guy that says that to you, right? Like with this, lama, kacha. With the, with the this and a this, right? Kacha is actually in the Kabbalah means keter kolaktarim, like the place that is way beyond how I could explain something to be, but it's the way Hashem wants it. That's the world of, of what, what did you call it? Superconscious. That's the place of Keter. What's the Chavaya HaPnimit of Keter? What's the experience I have through Keter? He lists it. Emuna, Ta'anug, and Ratzon. These three things fall under the superconsciousness <laughs> experience. Way to, to put it is it's not rational as opposed to being irrational. But right, because, I mean, irra- right, because right. irrational is basically saying bidiuk, above rational. So is ta'anug, and so is ratzon. So is ratzon as well. Mm-hmm. The next things, the tchunot sikhliot, this will explain to you now what Chabad means. What does Chabad stand for? We all know. Chochmah bin Adat. What is that? What's the chavaya pnimit? What's the experience Inner experience of Chochma, Bitu. Bina, Semcha. Dat, Yichud, unification. Dat, 
unification. Everything is one. And then you have the chambers of the heart. Chesed, which is love. Gvura, which is yira. Tiferet, which is rachamim. Netzach, which is bitachon. Hod, which is tmimut. Yesod is emet. Malchut is shiflut. We're going to explain all of these. He's just giving us this tavla. The best thing would be, just like we did with the other tavla, that I think that we had just a page before on Lamitet, I would honestly, I would honestly recommend each of you to look at this every day that we learn for the next few months because basically it's all going to fall under this category. Not in order that I know how things work on a tavla. In order so I understand the levels, the procedure, the process that Rav Ginsburg is offering here for how to do tikkun of the... It's amazing. You could say, well, this is just about tikkun adam. <laughs> right? You could say, okay, this is a very beautiful tavla that explains to me uh, how to work on myself. Uh, it's everything that has to do with the Medina. And he, he, he explains it here on the next page, and we'll end with this. The chapters of the platform that we're offering in this book, you know it's crazy, we haven't even started this Sefer yet. That's, that's the craziest thing about this. He's opened up a lot for us, and he's pointed things out to us that are mind-blowing, but the process of Tikkun as to how to do the, and how to create the critical mass and everything, is only going to start to be unfolding now. It's mesudar lefiyah sfirot. Kedeh lavin et ha-seder ha-egyoni shelo, in order to understand it the best of our ability, yesh lamod ala chaluka ma'outit shel ha-sfirot le-shalosh chativot. You know what a chativa is? You're in the army all the time. The chativa is like a unit. You got to separate it into three units. Shloshet kochot ha-almuda shebaketer, the three without the superconsciousness, which is in Keter, like we just did right now. Shalosh HaTchunot HaSichliot, Chabad, Chachma Binadat, the intellectual, the consciousness, and Sheva Hamidot HaPoalot Balev, the seven functions that are Poel Balev, that are making our hearts feel alive, which is Chesed, Gvura, Tiferet, Netzachot, Yisod, Malchut. And in Chabad, the whole thing is that Moach Shalit Alalev, Right? Now, this is important, and we actually say this every single morning in Kriyachma. When do we basically always literally mention that we, we want in this world is not for our heart to be the leader, but dafka that our mind should be the leader? You all just said it this morning. You just didn't realize you were saying it, perhaps. Why? Because the Zara Kudr says something crazy. He says the ayin and the lev are the greatest sarsurim of man. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in modern Hebrew, you know what a sarsur is? No, pimp. pimp. <laughs> what? Pimp. You know, like pimp my ride, like the bad kind. The bad kind. <laughs> the bad kind. Yeah. Because Ben Shapiro is famous for saying facts don't care about your feelings. And then what the left says is feelings don't care about your facts. And when feelings start to be the dominant force, right. Then you just get like totally confused. So Moach Shalit is what actually creates there. It's very correct, but but there's but, but so how would you add a Hasidic Shataych to it now? Like, so like feelings 
should be Mesudar al pi Gayon, al pi And what's the Sechel? Where does it start from? Keter. Very good. No, no, it's very good what you just said. Let's, Mamish ben, let's bring Ben Shapiro into a Rav Ginsburg Shia right now. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> 100% Reish Galusa. Let's say, oh, this, is, this is great. Facts don't care about your feelings. How does that work over here? It's very good. What does that mean, facts don't care about your feelings? If something is a fact, Machpatli mata margish klepezim. You can feel about it. It's not what's happening in America where people just make stuff up. It's so horrible, hurts my feelings, it's too bad for you. That's what you mean? Well, that's the outer room of it. That's the kid version of it. Yeah. In other words, if you feel like a woman, but you're not, I don't care how you feel. You're not. You're not. It's pretty much in reaction to that, but I'm, I, I'm trying to plug it into over here. Facts don't care about your feelings, but you have feelings. Facts don't care about your feelings doesn't mean that feelings aren't important. That's, that, that's, that's what I always wanted to discuss with them. Last time I saw him, it was the wrong place. We were sitting next to each other at a Yishai Rebo concert in Kesaria. I wasn't going to start to talk to him about, you know, the pneumius of facts and feelings. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> right? But, but you... St- huh? He would answer you. Like this. The thing is like this. Feelings have a makom. Facts don't care about your feelings, but we're B'nai Adam. We have feelings. So the Sheila is, Echani misaderet ze, like you said. Echani misaderet akol shiyeh metukan. You see, we came out of Auschwitz, came here, and they it's not... They it, away from us with their sword. <laughs> but it's not only that. It's a, so, of course, what's going to be sholet on us? Of course, what's going what's to conquer us? A world of, 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 of feelings, and that's not our fault. I, we didn't put ourselves into gas chambers. We didn't say to Ishmael, hey, wait for us when you come af, out of Auschwitz. So, of course, we, have, we, haven't had, we haven't had the luxury to get it right, to get the midot and the sechel right in line. So therefore, a, a Hamish Hasid Shayid that sits in Minnesota, I think that's where he lives, right? Yeah. Friedman, right, wherever it is, is saying, listen, we got to get it all together. It's got to add up in order for it to work here, where we're supposed to be. The, the, the facts, the feelings, the sechel. And we're living a Mitzvah of saying, Ribbono Shalalam, we, we, there's no way you want us to. There's no way that you want us to be anywhere else in the world. But to do this avodah of understanding the tikkun of the Adam through the spirit, where there's super consciousness, keter, then chokhmah bin adat, then the lev, while we're in war, and we're actually saying we're up for the task, means that we're crazy, <laughs> good crazy. But it also means life is gonna life is amazing and life is very interesting. And we're gonna do this, Khaver. Like we're gonna give it our best shot. As a deep therapist once told me, every night a successful person is the one that can say, I gave it a good shot today. Not I killed it. I gave it a good shot today. I want us to be able to look at our Zman here together. And our Zman and I'm talking about Olamazeh. Not even your best shot. A good shot. A good shot. Tomorrow, hopefully I'll give my best shot. No, I said I gave it a good shot. I gave it a good shot today, right? Very, very. And I'm I'm happy you pointed it out, 100%. We have to give it a good shot. What I'm trying to say is like this, to be able to function where my regashot, where my live is mesudar, alpi, 
the Seder of the creation of the world, the way that Hashem created the world, is the way Rav Ginsburg is presenting to us the quintessential fixed person in this world. That's Tikkun Medina through Tikkun Adam. But what I'm trying to say is, when we were here, when we came here, my father got off the boat, it took him three weeks to make Aliyah from Argentina on a boat. My father came here with his mother's suitcase that she escaped the Nazis with. With that suitcase, he made Aliyah to Eretz Yisrael. You think there was time for machshavot? To make it, make sure it was all... Not that he said that, but I'm saying the whole Ruach HaTzionit, it was the Bidiuk, it was the reality at that time. But today it's something else. Because today that Ruach Tzionit doesn't exist anymore. It's a completely different Ruach Tzionit. You have people that in the name of Tzionut want to give back half of Eretz Yisrael. So that whole world of where Tzionut, Alev, was what needed to be done, Zekvar lo kayam. Doesn't exist anymore. It's a new Zionism, it's a new, it's hopefully a new Tzionut that's fully embedded within the context of Pnimius Satora, which is a, a whole new way of functioning within the context. It doesn't mean we have to change anything about the facts of our life, of being here and fighting for our land. But it it's like, goes back to what Manus Friedman told you, Jeremy. It's the ideology behind the fighting of the land, which is something else. It's a different thing. It's a different army. It's a mashu achen legamre. And that's a, it's, listen, what we're speaking about is, is, is a tall order. This is a big shift in consciousness. But we've checked out all the other areas, and it doesn't seem that anyone else with other platforms has really been able to, you know, make us feel really proud and excited. Excited. Here we're talking about being excited. Last paragraph. Reshit nityaches hela First, we're going to be speaking about the super consciousness. And in that place of the superconsciousness, in that place is the actual, the seeds of strength to begin the whole process of tikkun. Planting a seed of ratzon. Where does ratzon fall in the tavla? Keter. You know how many yidin tell me all the time, I, I hear, like, I hear your chevra talking about this, this Eretz Yisrael, and I, I wish so badly that I wanted to be in Eretz Yisrael like you guys. I do. I, I, you know, I respect that much more than the person that says, I don't really want it that much. Mm, yeah. But the person that says, you know, wait, wait a second, I wish that I actually wanted it. Ah, I could speak to you. Mamash, I could speak to you. So he's saying, in the place of Keter is where Ratzon is formed. It's really manyan because we typically, the Western mind thinks it goes into the next category. It's, it's part of our seichel. When you realize it's above our seichel, we above can't our understand. Seichel. The ratzon of a Nahon. is beyond what we Nahon. can understand. After ratzon has a chance of being formed, which then says, I want to do something. Based on my ratzon, aha, you want to do something. Okay, make sure that what you want to do is right. And the manner in which you do it is right. Then we'll go to the intellectual faculties. The clear assumptions that we must What are some of the clear assumptions we still have to fix into our consciousness? 
that we're only here in Eretz Yisrael because of one reason. What is that reason? Huh? To reveal Hashem's oneness to the world. Because Hashem said so. There is no other answer to that question. I am here because Hashem said so. Because Hashem, that's the that's the pi'ula. That's already going outside still. Of course, that's why I'm here. But I'm only here for the reason, right? The toda'a, that I'm only here. I'm only here not because the Jewish people needed a homeland post-1945. That's become a real dark, dark energy in the world. That we needed. The Eretz Yisrael emanating from, 1940, from, from November 29, 1947. That's a very... That doesn't work anymore because today, if there was a UN vote, so we see every time played its role in each time. like to fix permanently into our consciousness, begins with just mitziut Hashem. No more tamim. Tamim That's later. Tamim are the outer faculty. They just said that if the UN votes, they said Israel, you don't have a veto. If we vote to do, to pull away Yudan Shamron, the official statement is you have no say. Okay, Baruch Hashem. Yeah. Okay, so look, Baruch Hashem. It's just you know why I say Baruch Hashem, because it's just Olam Sheker getting more and more revealed. So that's a beautiful thing. That's a good thing. The Western mind, the American mind, is like, no, no, you don't want that. that that's not that's not good for you. Because how are you going to get the arms? How are you going to get the arms? Hashem Yishmor, we really... The initial seeing of Ginsburg is that the rules of the game have changed. Like, now, it's Tikkun, uh, uh, through Tikkun HaAdam. Before, in your father's time, maybe it was Tikkun HaAdam through Tikkun HaMadina. Like, maybe, because that was the Mitzvah. It was a Mitzvah, exactly. So, like, now you're like, okay, oh, the rules changed, like, nobody... The world's evolved. The world's evolved. grown. That 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 changed the world because de- is developing. Nachon, nachon. Yes. Let's finish this. Shirak bekochan nechal kadem beemet tatikun baderich yeshara venechona. Now the last. Now he says like this. Hachelik ha'acharon ve'ha'ikari shel adiyun. But the main the main thing we're going to be speaking about is yugdash l'sheva midot alev to the seven different attributes of the heart, that's where the tikkun actually happens. That's where it takes place. Up until the Sheva Midot Alev, we speak about a ratzon, then we start to formulate the idea, but the actuality of it happening is only in the heart. And this I already, gave, I already just gave you the answer I'm going to give this guy that asked me last night, why do you keep on saying, because I don't want you to know something, I want you to experience something. I want you to experience it. The tikkun is experienced in the Sheva Midot of the Lev. And he says like this, Midot elu mechuvanot keneged shivat Beautiful. The seven different attributes of the heart correspond to the seven days of the creation of the world. Bekola chat mehen, every day, mehava even derech mahutit. How do you say that? Evan Derech Mahutit. What's that? Important Right, thank you. Uh, uh, not important, Mahutit. A, uh, essential milestone. In the process of fixing the whole world. Which is Lamaisa, what we began learning. Transforming 
the, the primordial darkness into light, which is really what we're, what we're, what we're trying to do in, in, in this world. Have a wonderful day, everybody. <laughs> oh, five <laughs> star, right? Yeah, because uh, yeah, it's forty. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right, no, I was just saying, the, uh, don't don't put the, the bottle on the safer on the, on the book. Oh.